Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here in the pickle jar. Our friend Stacy is going to be joining us again for another episode where she's going to walk us through her patient care plan that she's put in place with her local hospital. Now, before we get that, I would like to wish everyone a happy National Pickle Day. Today is November 14th, and apparently it is National Pickle Day, and I pulled up some fun pickle facts for you. Apparently, the first National Pickle Day started in 1949, and if you did not know, the pickle is actually a fruit. It was imported from India 4,000 years ago, and that noise the pickle makes when you bite into it makes that crunch noise. It actually has a name. It's called a snap. And in this year, there'll be about 20 million pickles consumed just in the United States. So that's a lot of pickles. That's a lot of sodium. And that's what, you know, us people living with adrenal insufficiency like, and I'm sure we're probably responsible for probably 80% of that 20 million. So, um, and if you find anything helpful in any of these episodes, we are now being listened to here in the pickle jar in over 29 countries. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and and joining our pickle community. So please, if you find anything useful out of any of these episodes, let's share this information and let's build this community and please share it on your social media and please let your family, friends, your coworkers, everyone know about the Pickle Jar podcast. So Stacy has, this is Stacy's third, third episode with us. She did episode 29 with us. If you haven't listened to these, I highly recommend that you go back and listened to Stacy's episodes. Episode 29 was Stacy's patient experience partner. Um, her presentation that she did as an advocate for people with adrenal insufficiency at a medical convention. So it's her actual presentation that she said in the front of a room of a bunch of medical people advocating for us. So please go back and listen to that episode. And then we actually did episode 32, which Stacy gave us a more personal journey of her experience um, being diagnosed with Cushing's disease and then becoming um, having adrenal insufficiency from that. So I highly recommend that you go back to those episodes. So Stacy, again, thank you so much for giving me more of your time because you've given a lot to me lately and I really appreciate it. So let's go. So just tell us about your patient care plan that you have with your local hospital, how it started and how it's kind of changed your journey with adrenal insufficiency. Yeah. So first, thanks again for having me. This is it's great. Um, my patient experience or my patient care plan started with a not so great um, crisis at the hospital. I was left in a room and nobody knew what to do. I wasn't triaged right away. And as we all know, living with this condition, um, time is of the essence. So um, after that first experience, I sent an email to the patient experience specialist at the hospital, um, just pointing out my condition. And it was more of an education kind of thing that I wanted to do for them, just so that I had a peace of mind of knowing if I came back, maybe they'll know what to do next time. And I really believe that they can't fix what they don't know. So that was my um, thoughts when I first sent that email. And I got a response back saying, thank you very much. We're going to note this on your file and everything should be good. Um, a couple of years later, I had another crisis and went in and it was even worse than the first time. So 
absolutely. I was upset and I sent another email thinking, well, why wasn't the note on my file? Like what happened? Um, and they invited me to come and kind of talk to them about it and kind of put up a plan in place. So I did. And, um, I learned about this patient care plan that they have, which is great. Um, but during one of these medical conference speeches that I did, um, it came out that these patient care plans are kept in a binder and they're just kept in a binder at the front desk. And if Sam unresponsive, no one would know that I have a care plan in that binder. And sometimes the binder goes missing or someone moves it or whatever happens. So I said to them, it would be really great if we could put this on the computer so that when I register, the care plan comes up, everybody knows what to do. I sometimes might not be able to speak, so it would be really helpful. Um, lucky enough, they had an IT person at this meeting and a charge nurse, and they formed a little subcommittee and they were actually able to get it onto the Meditech system. So this has been an absolute game changer. I come in now, I register, whether it's by ambulance or, or come in through the ER. And right away, my, my care plan pops up on the computer. I have zero triage time. I go right in. I am like the highest level of um, admission and I get the IV, like it lists all my medications. It lists exactly what tests they need to run and the IV cellucortef as well as um, fluids, testing blood sugar, blood pressure, all of it. So the last time that I went in, I was in with the IV started in 15 minutes. That's absolutely incredible. And time and time again, we all hear, you know, people with adrenal insufficiency, we go into the ERs, we wait, we wait, we wait. And as we wait, we're getting sicker and we're fighting harder and harder. And then by the time, if we get our solucortef and our saline solution and sent home, we're just so much farther behind that it's so much of a struggle to recover that often we end up with refeed visits back into the ER for more treatment because we're just not well enough yet. And it sounds like you get the treatment, you get it fast, and then your recovery is, is completely different. Yeah. I, I was out in a couple of hours. Um, the next day I was, I felt fine. I went to work the next day, which is a far cry from previous times where, you know, you're you're sick for days, if not a week, or you're laying in bed and you have no energy because you just, you didn't get what you needed on time. So it really does have an effect on your recovery as well. So what I understand, this was a program that was already in place at your local hospital. So this is something you can use at your local hospital when you arrive. Um, but, but pre Stacy, it was just in a binder. Correct. Right. So if Stacy arrived and she couldn't speak for herself to say, Hey, go find your binder. There's in some instructions in there to help me. Um, you wouldn't have had that. You wouldn't be able to be helped. You needed it be flagged instantly on your 
on your file as you come in into the hospital, right? So it was immediate, yeah. immediate help. Yep. So you were able to change that for everyone or was it just? Um, I think it's just for me, for my local hospital right now. I am working with my endocrinologist to hopefully get this um, as a protocol across Canada, which would be incredible. I don't think that they currently link hospital to hospital. So that's something that I want to look into. Um, but I think that if, even if people knew about that, this was even an option, they could contact their local hospital and just start there, right? Yeah. Like start somewhere. Yeah. And that's exactly why I wanted to highlight this in its own episode, because um, you obviously, when you made a contact, you had somebody on the other end that really really cared that really wanted to make a difference and saw this as an opportunity to do that. And they took advantage of it. And there are people yes. like that out there, but you're right. Unless we advocate, unless we open our mouths and say, Hey, I would like this, or I need this. They're not going to know the difference. And there might be things out there that exist that we don't exist. I had no clue that this was an option. And I would love to see this for myself at my local hospital. So I'm going to look yeah. into it with my family doctor. He works at the ER perhaps it's something that we can put into place so that, you know, Jill's in and out really fast. And um, yeah. And the recovery time and it's, it makes all the difference in the world for us. So, yeah. So, so every hospital should have a patient experience office or a patient advocate okay. or some sort of um, person that deals with patient relations. They could be named different things, but that's where I would start. Um, if they don't have that, then I would start with the ER, like the managing director of the ER. And then how many years have you had this in place? Um, I think probably three, three and or four. And do you have any idea of how many times you've used it? Like how many trips have you made to the ER since? At like, least like, twice. At least twice. And every time it's been smooth. Both times were awesome. Yep. Well, as awesome as it is, <laughs> as awesome as it is, I'm I'm having a crisis. This is, you know, yes, yeah, Stacy's amazing trip to the ER, but but you must feel so much more. Like I know, I feel a lot of anxiety, and I know a lot of people with adrenal insufficiency. We have anxiety going into the ER because you don't know what's going to happen. You yeah. don't know if you're going to get somebody who's knowledgeable on your illness. You don't know if you're going to sit there. You're not. You don't know if you're going to have an advocate. And you just must feel so much more confident going in, knowing the response that you're going to have from the medical people when you arrive. Yeah, for sure. It's that little bit of peace of mind that, hey, they're actually going to know what to do when I come in. And I'm not going to sit there and just get sicker and sicker and sicker. And hopefully I don't die in the waiting room of the ER. Well, exactly. Like, and I personally have anxiety of just wondering, you know, if something happens at home and I go to the ER, what's going to happen. And that's just part of the reality of having adrenal insufficiency is those unknown scenarios that we might wake up tomorrow and have. But if we know we have a, you know, a patient care plan in place, we know we're giving ourselves the best possible outcome that we possibly can. And that's very important. Yeah. Very good. Well, I think that was great. Is there anything else that you can think about that patient care plan that you can add for us or that um, sounds to me just, like it pretty much covers everything. So, yeah, I think just don't be afraid to ask the question. Yes. 
I think at, at first I was very hesitant to become that annoying person or the uh, the squeaky wheel, right? But when it when your life is on the line, it's different and you don't know what you don't ask and they don't know if they don't exactly. know what's wrong either. They can't fix it. And you can always ask. And if you get, you know, you feel like you hit a roadblock, you can ask, well, who's the next person I can ask? Just right. Keep asking and keep asking until you find that person. And I think yep. it's one of those things if, um, and if anyone, you know, takes advantage of this and, and put, can put something like in the, it, like this in place, please email me because the more examples we can get, I think the more power that we're going to have to say, we're all going to learn from different ways that it's put in place and have different ideas to help everyone, you know, on their local level to put in the best care plan that they can for themselves. Yeah. I would love this for, to be standard protocol, just like it ambulances be. can administer cellucortef now. I just, I would, I would love that if this was the way it is. We will get there. I believe we will. I'm get hoping. There. Yes. You've gotten us to a very good start, Stacey. You've done a lot for <laughs> us. So I really, really appreciate it. And thank you again so much for giving me more of your time here and sharing more of your story because it's really making a difference. And Anytime. I'm tr truly grateful for that. So, um, so that's everything in this episode with Stacey once again. And again, it is National Pickle Day. So I hope you all go and have you know, maybe some pickle juice and your favorite pickle tonight. And um, please share on social media and please get the world word out about the pickle jar. And let's build our community strong and let's continue educating and advocating for people with adrenal insufficiency. So until next time, please be well, my pickles. <laughs>